Welcome to the Variety Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Rashad, and today I'll be discussing one of my favorite characters in all of anime, my man, Gara of the Sand. So without further ado, let's start the show. Also, the fourth Kazekage, and I apologize if I'm pronouncing his mother's name wrong. Gar was, he was a premature baby, so he had a premature birth. But that's not, that's not even a kicker. He was also implanted with the one-tailed Shikaku by Nurse Chio. Raza, he took this measure to protect the village due to budget cuts. So yeah, this is a this is a drastic drastic measure he took. He took. And he was and Gar was chosen only because his other two kids was not compatible with Chicago. So his third child, which happened to be Gara, was the perfect host for Chicago. So he was implanted before he was even born with the one tail. After giving birth to baby Gara, his mother succumbed to the ordeal of childbirth. So she dies as soon as she gives birth. She was able to look at him and give him a name. That was basically it. And she said one last thing. I always, I made a vow. I'm going to always protect you. I'm going to always protect you, son. So, growing up, it wasn't easy for Gar. He was raised in isolation. During his early years, he was taught ninjutsu by his father, Raza. But he was raised and cared for by his maternal uncle, I believe you pronounce it Yashimaru. Growing up, Gara, he was a sociable kid. He wanted to connect with the other villagers. But since he was the villagers knew that he was the one tail. Chicago, they was afraid. They wouldn't even come near him. They would avoid him at all costs. Him being a Jinchuriki, they would never come. They would never come around. They would just shun him, run away from him, ostracize him, basically. And he couldn't control the power. He couldn't control it. You know, so 
Guard, he would go out, you know, and try to forge bonds, but he would injure people unknowingly, you know, because when he he would feel some type of way when he get, you know, when he get rejected, and he would just lash out without even really understanding. He would just injure the people. Rarely, sometimes he would actually kill one or two people. So he didn't even understand what he was actually doing. He was just like, I'm trying to, I want to, you know, gain friends. I want to be sociable with my fellow villagers. But he didn't understand at the same time, he was also injuring them, you know? So it was tough for the villagers because they was afraid of him, but he also wanted to connect with them, not knowing, you know what I'm saying, the, the severity of the situation. You know, and one day he had a conversation with his uncle and his uncle had to break down the difference between physical pain and emotional pain. And he told Gara, Gara, you can't feel physical pain because your sand always protects you. It always protects you. So you don't have, you don't have, you can't feel any physical pain. But then Gara tells his uncle, he was like, okay, I can't feel physical pain, but I learned, I learned that I have a deep aching in my heart, a deep, a deep aching in my heart. So Gara explained to his uncle that he doesn't, can't feel physical pain, but he has this overwhelming aching, agony in his heart. So he has overwhelming emotional pain, you know, that he has to deal with. Then Josh, his uncle tells him, keeps, he keeps explaining to him the differences and, you know, how physical pain can be fixed with medicine and bandages. But he also tells them that emotional pain can only be fixed with love. So you see this conversation that they're both, that they're having, you know, it's, it's important for young Garl. And then he goes out with newfound confidence and tries it for the second time to connect with his villagers. What does he get? The same results. He gets the same results of still being ostracized, still running away, still the villagers being scared, not even wanting to open their doors for him. So he sees this and he's just like, man, I don't understand why they're treating me this way. What is going on? I'm just trying to connect what is going on. So he, he just goes off to try to clear his head and get a better understanding of what is going on. So he's on the balcony, training by himself alone. Then someone creeps up from behind and tries to assassinate the young dog. Then the sand immediately, the sand immediately goes into action in, as defense. So Gara is protected by the sand and he, he sees like, what's going on? And he sees the Ambu, the Ambu mask, and he's like, what? 
So he's confused and he takes the mask off and he's like, oh my God, this is my uncle? What is going on? What is going on? So he sees that it's his uncle and he's just taken aback like, what the fuck is going on? So God that helped me, that raised me, he would also turn around and try to kill me? What is going on? Dara, he sees this and he asks for an explanation. Like, Unk, what's going on, man? Why are you trying to take me out of the game? And his uncle tells him, I was given a mission by your dad to assassinate you because the council in the Sand Village feels like you are a wasted experiment. You're a failed experiment. And he also tells, he lies to Gara and says, oh, I hold resentment towards you, Gara, because I have a deep sense of resentment towards you because you are the reason my sister was killed. And says, oh, she didn't really love you. I didn't really love you. She gave you the name of self-loving carnage. So he's just selling all this stuff and it's lies. It comes, it stems from Raza telling Yashimaru to assassinate Gara so he can test Gara to see if he can control his emotion, see if he can control his power. And if you know, if you can, you know come face to face with Gara and he doesn't, you know, he calls his composure and he doesn't, you know, he doesn't snap, that's will be progress in him controlling his power. So his dad is like, I don't care about nothing. He wants him, wants his son to cut the ties to strengthen, you know, his powers with the Jinchuriki to be like, oh, you don't, I don't care about the social life. All I care about is you controlling his power for the sake of the village. And I'm just like, man, that's cold-blooded, man. That is cold-blooded to use your son's uncle against him in the benefit of trying to control the power and you're going to scar him on an emotional level. And and I'm thinking, Yashimaru, like, dude, you know, why do you, I think you had a little bit of fear yourself because you, you know what I'm saying, you you kind of had a little fear yourself because if I was, you know what I'm saying, I'm going, you know what I'm saying, protect my nephew, I'm, you know, I'm going to say no. Like, even if, yeah, he's the Kaze Kage, he's the leader, like, and you got to worry about the safety of the village, but if, if I'm an uncle, I'm like, I'm just like, yo, is there any other way, man? I care for my nephew, and is there any other way? That's what I would try to just get to get Raza to understand, like, yo, is it another way I can do this? Because, man, I don't really want to do this. So, that's what I was like, man, if I'm really uncle, I'm just, I'm going to try to find another way, man. I ain't going to, you know, emotionally damage my nephew even more. So, I think for him to even go through with it, he had a little bit of fear, you know, 
And I'm like, you know, he lied for the benefit of making Gara just, you know, just all this emotional damage. And, you know, Gara didn't know any better at this time. He he just taking it all in as truth. And I'm like, damn, all this for the sake of him controlling this power. Oh, man, this is cold-blooded, man. This is cold-blooded. After Yashimaru tells Gara all of this, he proceeds to blow himself up with the explosive tags. You know, because him running up on Gara, he did get a mortal injury, but he was still breathing. So he finished himself off with the explosive tags, and I'm like, man, this is all my first time reaction. I'm looking at this like, you have got to be kidding me. You have got to be kidding me. So, Gara sees his uncle, blows himself up with the explosive tags, and you guys already know, man, Gara goes ballistic. He's like, oh my goodness, my uncle just killed himself after he told me all this, and it's like, dude, my mom's gone, my uncle's gone, like, I don't have nobody because my dad, he really ain't a dad. He, he really ain't really there for me like that. All he care about is his power boost. He don't really care about my well-being like that. So, Gara's like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm alone. From this day forth, Gara decides to, to just live for himself. I'm a lone wolf. I'm riding for myself. I, I don't need nobody, man. I'm going to do my thing alone. I don't need nobody. Raza, his father, would try to kill Gara, assassinate Gara, five more times throughout the years. They were all unsuccessful. Because throughout the years of Gara training us, so he throughout the years he trained more and more and he got stronger with it so he got stronger with it so he was able to defend off all the assassination attempts from his very own father so I'm just like dude you trying to take your son out man like yeah you know what I'm saying just because he can't control it you're like oh I'm gonna, you know, take him out just because he can't control it. Yes, he's a risk to the village. You know, that's why me personally, I just wish it was another way. But um, so if, if this was the only way, but I'm just like, dude, all this on the shoulders of this young kid, and you pops trying to take him out. You as dad, you trying to take him out. Yes, you're fearful because he's gonna destroy the village. Man, so Gara, he made it out. He, you know, he survived all the attempts. Straight G, my boy. Then Gara, finally, after all the trials and tribulations of training, my man Gara finally masters it. Fully learns to control the one tail. Fully. So his dad. He gets wind of this, 
he's like, okay, he's learning to control it better after all of my assassination attempts. So let me see if I can find a better use for him. Better use for him, make him useful to the village. So Raza puts Gara in a three-man team with his siblings, Conqueror and Tamari. for the upcoming tuning exams hosted in the Hidden Leaf Village. Oh, man. Oh, man, oh, man. Oh, man. If I had to really say, man, Laura's backstory and upbringing was one of the, the toughest to watch. He had a very hard upbringing, a very hard backstory, one of the most tragic in all of anime. Man, 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 I can't wait to discuss this more. Be on the lookout, my fellow anime fans and my fellow Gara fans, for part two where I discuss more about Gara's battles at the tuning exams. His battle against Rock Lee, his battle against Sasuke Uchiha, and his most legendary battle against none other than Naruto Uzumaki. So be on the lookout for part two, and thanks again everybody for listening. I'm out. <laughs>